Uh, so now we get to the first section, which is called amnesia. And this was, at least when I saw this, the first thing I thought was, is this, is it really a shared amnesia? Is that a little bit too strong a word? I mean, is the, are these things really forgotten by the people of England? Or was it saying, it, it may have been more saying that people remember the, the um, idyllic England and forget everything else. Or it could be saying that people forget how great England was from the, you know, the nationalist perspective. They could be poking fun at that idea I and see. all in one. I they could see. be doing it all in one, which I think because at some point in this section, they say England, nowhere else like it on earth. Right. Um, you know, right. so. Right. And and that thing about our forefathers, just before the amnesia right. part, the thing about our forefathers. And Mike and I did notice that, like, I've seen this now three times. Mike's seen it twice. And we both feel like each time we've watched it, we feel like it's almost mm. we see different things and it's we're really influenced o- overwhelming. It yeah. yeah. I mean, it's right, almost right. exhausting to try to catalog how much is in this and all. And the repeated images, sometimes they'll use a clip multiple times throughout yeah. it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly in this clip, in this section, Amnesia, we do have lots of classic English imagery, right? Yeah. And, and, but this is when they, we hear the whispered version, the sort of the spoken word version of them doing the lyrics of And Did These Feet, which Mike, uh, we had a little break then, but Mike pointed out that Jerusalem, for some reason, is the name that's assigned to that uh, song, even though that's not really the name of that song. Jerusalem was. Long poem by Blake, right? And the other epic poem is Milton, which this is from. That's from the preface you said, right? Right. Yeah. And I just looked in your dad's book. By the way, Neil's dad wrote a book about book about Blake. Blake. Yeah, Yeah, it's cool. And he he quotes that whole preface in that book. So I just reread it, and yeah, it's um, uh, it's the one that people most associate with Blake. Uh, I think here. It's we do hear the hymn, I, and it's somebody's setting a choral setting to to that, which is very famous, I guess. In right, England, right. Tradition, yeah, and it's supposed to, you know, also express some kind of exceptionalism about England, but it's also, you know, pushes back on that idea maybe a little bit too. Um, yeah, so it it felt almost like they were doing the the choral, ver- I mean the choir version of Jerusalem, and then in this part, almost saying the un- the the other. The other things that he's saying in the poem, mm-hmm. is, you know, that you might right. not be thinking about. about. Satan's yes. Mills. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, it, you know, this whole film debunks the idea of England, romantic Mary England, and he's using a poem that's often held up for that. But right. Also, seems but to... even but Blake himself was a revolutionary and uh, had, had, you know, radical ideas. And that's yes, sort of thing, so. exactly. Lots of churches too. I don't yeah, know. So if we see. Yeah, so this is where we see uh, the the sheep being dipped in the in the water. Right. Maybe just, let's just mention some of the imagery since we're not going to have it chronologically. Them, baby. Yeah. Between Throw this and the next section, there's the the images with the May Queen, which May does Queen, include um, a girl who looks like she's you know of African descent. Yep. But a bunch of different May Queens mm-hmm. being crowned. Is that there also? I think there's a maypole. There's a maypole here and in other places. There's a thresher working in the fields. There's the guy with the divining rod, divining rod, looking right. for water. Uh, images of the coast with the beautiful water spray on the coast. Oh, and I uh, should mention that there's you actually see the furrows yes. in the uh, in the field, horror, which is a yeah. very folk horror thing. Yes, yes. definitely. The, and in, the, the know, grooves yeah. dug into it. Yeah, when you're hearing about Earth, nowhere, England, nowhere else like it. There's some Jesus graffiti on a wall saying "Praise the Lord." Yeah, and it almost looked like it was made out of flowers or something. Was, did you oh, think it was paint? I didn't it looked that. kind it looked of like to, me, like, to me like maybe it was paint, hmm. or maybe made to look like that. Interesting. And then something about a special place with a secret. 
Did you write that down? Uh, too? Was that a, was that no one else shared a secret that no one else shared is what I wrote. Okay, is that right? Yeah, I think that might have been it. I kind of we can't read my my writing here, but um, it's just we're, what are we what are we revealing in this whole section? It's I think this is when we're starting to peel the layer off yeah. of of the image of England and see for the, a thousand the years these valleys it. have had a secret which no one else has shared. There you go. Thank so you. something that's like something also hauntological about that in the fields, yeah. like oh yeah, like. Yeah. Blood on Satan's claw. A or secret past, yeah. a hidden history, right. something in the soil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's spooky. Yeah, definitely lots of the music heightens the spookiness of some of these images. Yeah. And this is also in the beginning of the neck. Are we going on to the next section? Oh, uh, yeah, let's move on to the next section. Into the. Into the. Into the wild. Wild. Is that what it is? I can't yeah, read? Into my... the wilds. Yeah, so we get, before okay. we do, we get a shot of an earlobe. I don't know what that was, an ear. Okay. And then. There is also shots of like ears of corn, maybe I don't know, and okay. they definitely show the or, scythe. Or is it a wheat. because it's you're talking about a secret? And yeah, listen, if you listen, right. you'll hear the secret. Yeah, or something that's right. Like that, could that be the ear to the soil? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then we do get this very ghost box like music. Yeah, uh, this synthesizer, analog synthesizer, is doing the um, sequences, sequencers that are reminiscent of any number of recordings. So that v- very, very evocative of like the seventies. Yeah. In, in that for that for that moment. Right. Um, exactly. And this is when we're seeing a lot more images of the whole land, like we're seeing rivers, seeing woods, images of a- Aveberry and the Barrows. Oh, right? th- yeah, we see um, what's it's called uh, something Long Barrow. It's a place okay. that's near Stonehenge and Avebury, mm-hmm. and it's actually the reason I we I went and saw it was that it's included on a tour of Avebury and Stonehenge. Oh, cool. so. oh it's called West. Kennet Long Barrow, and that that oh, looked cool. like it to me. And it, yeah. we're talking about the these are Neolithic sites, you know. Right. So lots even, of standing stones. When we show, yeah, when we show Stonehenge and um, Avebury, people, especially Americans, might associate them as they're like that's where the Druids hung out, but they're actually older, right? And maybe the yeah. Druids did venerate them, but they, but they're even older than inherited them, them yeah. just like this inherited, you know, yeah. voiceover about the inherited forefathers and the land itself so lots of images of stonehenge too including some aerial views that are really cool uh mountains in in scotland is some scenes here Not oh right later it's, too yeah, later but, on yeah. but yeah yeah to just yeah. sort of show the natural beauty and again this is all archived footage so which right. is what's kind of really interesting about not all from the bfi we were talking about some comes from elsewhere including the early um female animator lottie reiniger they have some cool silhouette animation from her which i, I love some of this stuff which is easily findable on youtube silhouette animation animation yeah. is among the easiest some of her animation fits the theme though it's it's like fairy maidens in uh, yeah glens and but it is like interesting that. that they where is she from She's... uh germany okay yeah. that's yeah. just interesting that they would choose you know non-british artists but i guess that's yeah you know, if it fits the, the almost genre. some of the clips were i thought almost like subliminal level you know, very fast. Fast, and you almost cut. couldn't register yeah. what you were looking Except at. Except for yeah. all the nudity. And all then the this nudism. is actually when the nudism starts. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and I, you know, it seems like there's a little, I think people kept commenting that there does seem like there's a little bit too much nudism. And I know mm-hmm. the idea is, you know, it's people feeling free and yeah. and naked. But to me, that the kind of nudism where you're on a nudism camp is somewhat actually conservative really yes where it's just like we just want to hang out with our clothes with our clothes yeah. off yeah and it's not, not good bodies they're not they're... and they're not like pagans or anything right. they're just people who like to hang out without their clothes yeah, on always... and do regular boring things yeah, yeah they just don't like clothes <laughs> 
some of this idealized like must be allegorical right standing there's definitely a shot a superimposed woman on a cliff on the coast that's Uh superimposed up that's beautiful looks like she could be albion or britannia britannia sure i don't know yeah Yeah, and it does remind me of like the wicker man scene with the women dancing around the standing stones and yes for sure there's lots of dancing in this of even with the women with the like the gowns dancing that reminded me exactly of the wicker man looks just like it lots of ghostly images reminds me of those old um postcards you find sometimes at antique stores that have like uh, you know a woman in a gown on it and you wonder where'd that come from what's the story behind that and there's this image that i asked you about of these welsh i guess women yeah i think those were welsh washer women yeah but they're doing it in a ritualistic uh back and forth yeah on a table on a, like a song while they're in um synced with each other yeah. doing this motion on the table and it comes up a few times <clears throat> it was strange. confusing to me because when i first saw it i thought it had something to do with wool because i know that if you process wool you get this liquid stuff that comes yeah. off lanolin yeah. i guess and i thought that's what it was but then when i looked at it, it looked like they're washing a it's like rag on the table. washing a carpet or something yeah some kind of cloth and there's like flour or some kind of powder yeah. there too so it was hard to it's tell what probably doing. for the camera whatever they're doing because well, yeah. i didn't you know it's sure and it's probably very localized it's a really interesting to image though yeah. <laughs> like and more alice in wonderland as well in this section although from maybe a different version um Right then is when we talk, they talk about that in 1346. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they talk about the French man of war in 1346. Well, so, so apparently what it was is what they were saying was that on the beach, um, a bunch of the villagers gathered with somebody with the hobby horse mm-hmm. and that they that the French fleet saw or the French ship saw these people and it looked like the devil was with them. Okay. And so that's why they're like, because it's the beast of Padstow. Okay. Now I'm right now. I'm actually going to look up to if because I'm not sure if this is a real thing or like a mythical thing. And the beast of Padstow. Yeah, maybe that's what I should look up. I was looking up 1346. I didn't. That, if up. you look that up, I tried that. You get the Battle of Cannes. Okay. Here we go. Let's let's read a little bit about the Abios Festival, shall okay. we? Since sure. that, since they they show the the horse yes. over and over again. Right. The Abias Festival is a folk custom that takes place in each May Day in Padstow, a coastal town in North Cornwall. It involves two separate processions making their way around the town, each containing an eponymous hobby horse known as the Abias. Hmm. Anything related? Yeah, to I mean, on the Wikipedia page, there's nobody really knows when it started. So this really? is actually probably one of the old oldest hmm. festivals. It suggests that they had they had the hobby horse already by the time hmm. that, but no, I'm not not seeing anything about that. So it sounds like somebody's legend or something. Huh. Is that where that starts? The hobby horse starts there. That's that's pr- the earliest. I think okay. the earliest. Um, and the hobby horse, we should say, shows up in a lot of things, including including Wicker the Wicker Man. Man. Of yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think it has any meaning here, other than. If if we take this story as a as a legend story of the the beast of Padstow scaring away the French, then then what it would symbolize is like a, a British unity or something. Sure, you know, and or, they in fact say a time when we were connected to the land and connected to each other. That yeah, was the voiceover in this yeah, section. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there's sword dancing. There's um, a swirling tree canopy, which you know, yeah, I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, Jack and the Green figure <laughs> as well, probably from a Mummer's play. 
Yeah, you know, right. Oh, yeah. There were mummers, which mm-hmm. were, were from traditional mummers' plays, and there was also the horn dance, yes. which is one specific area where they do that, where they all have those had those giant antlers yeah. and they're dancing around That's, to them. Yeah, it looked like a hunter figure or a, yeah. a wild figure. Yeah, kids running around, and I think this is also where we start to get some of the violence, right, on the Shrove Tuesday rugby match, where the kids are basically, or the all of the people in the town are going like on a rampage. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're basically playing playing football or or rugby um it's called the here it's i'm again looking at wikipedia but the royal shrovetide football match is a medieval football game played annually on shrove tuesday and ash wednesday in the Mm -hmm. town of ashbourne in derbyshire england where they just they play throughout the i guess they play throughout the the only thing i saw is that there's no not really many rules um and the only main rule is that murder and manslaughter is prohibited (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's a free-for-all. It's kind of like a uh, violent kind of, I don't know, running with the bulls or one of these things. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, where you're more Where it's a town, a town, yeah. like, just all out but People ruckus. were bloody. People were getting yeah. battered. And being tackled on the, on right. the cement. Yeah. Um, it, but actually, this is probably what, what it's referring to. The game is played over two days, and play where starts from the town center hmm. so they must really actually have goals somewhere in yeah. the in the town huh. and yeah it is kind of i guess it is kind of like rugby or it's called football because it's all yeah that's how it's also shrove tide rucks whatever that is so yeah but we see the kids in running through the streets um oh yeah yeah here you go committing murder or manslaughter is prohibited <laughs> the ball may not be carried in a motorized vehicle hmm. the ball may not be hidden in a bag coat or rucksack mm-hmm Cemeteries, churchyards, and the town memorial gardens are out of bounds. Mm. No playing after 10 p.m., and it ha- the ball has to be tapped three times in the area of the goal. Okay, cool. And it just gets violent, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know when we switch to the next section, but we have a lot of the Morris dances and the we yeah the, that... the flaming barrels is yeah here the as flaming well. barrels was interesting. You mentioned that might be a Guy Fox thing or oh right could be right. yeah more nudity. Um... <laughs> The mention of a coven on the soundtrack. Yeah, then the, there was a voiceover about a coven looking at a mirror. A, a lot of these are are like um, taken from movies or thing dialogue. And, in the and movies. even later on, we found one that was from Penda's Fen, but was it didn't seem to have been credited. For yeah, it, so yeah, there's snippets. They're little little clips from things like Win Stanley and and some that just yeah nothing that we know. It, right, it just could be. In this archive, buried deep, deeply within it. Right. Uh, this is where we got the May Queen imagery, as well as the imagery of those dancers outside that Kent pub, and um, the soot-faced coal miners and the family. You know, looking the, the very poor um, kids of the of the um, coal miners. Right. And this is all in the folk section. Yes. So, and it's interesting that they don't, it's not like folk customs, folk music. It's mm-hmm. just folk. So yep. it also means people. Right, it's people, and then these are the cus- their customs and that sort of thing. Yeah, and it could be used ironically too. You know, like some of these customs aren't very old, and maybe were you know, you know, these Kent tweed wearing guys dancing. They're definitely not the folk, right? right? So, you know, right, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, we move on to Utopia. Utopia. Yeah. So this is the what I consider more the classic Arcadia definition, right? Which is yeah, no place, which is what Utopia means. Uh, we see green verdant beauty of the land. We see standing stones um, s- scattered about. Um, we hear on the back on the um, on the soundtrack, all forms of life are sacred. Uh, At present, man is the overlord. This is from Win Stanley, actually. I think. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. The sooner we stop worshiping man in God's image, the better. So you know, the idea there is that am- animals 
being equally sacred as right. man. From a nettle to our to a human, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we get some shots from Apaches, the public information film of violence. Yeah, know, is, is that disaster. when this is in? Yeah, I wrote it. Um, I think some later we get the, the quicksand one, but I think here maybe something. Kids marching through the street. We see the bobbies or whatever they're called, the, the police. Oh, yeah, there was an interesting scene of of Stonehenge, but then there's a policeman standing right yep. there. Yeah. Um, we also see this is when we see the like neo pagans. Like there's a guy who's yeah. just dressed. He's naked and he has like right. paint with, on him with and, almost African style paint yeah. on his body. Yeah. And pouring, he's dumping yeah some like from chalices on himself. on himself. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely neo pagans. And we also start to see images of communes. You mentioned the um one that was John owned by yeah, John Lennon, I, which I had no knowledge about. But it may have been that he just bought this island and didn't really care didn't what other care. people were yeah. doing on yeah it. yeah i mean like you know donovan went at the isle of Wight, creating a commune of back to the earth yeah or yeah is it isle of Wight or isle of sky isle of sky yeah, yeah exactly yeah. uh we also hear ann briggs on the soundtrack here um you know she's a pure some consider pure the purest british folk singer uh and um we hear her voice used many times throughout this, both in pure form, but also kind of manipulated a little bit too with other found sounds. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. Cool. And um, I don't have we talked about her at all in Briggs? No, uh, yeah. I mean she's kind of a, like a patron saint to the British folk movement a little bit. Right. And um, her and somebody like Bert Jansch, Um I don't know a lot about her. Myself. No, I, I, I mean I've heard a little bit of her, but, but I think what what we noticed was interesting, and what they actually mentioned in the interview was that. She was, you know, a folk singer and then just abandoned everything and yeah. did her own thing. And One we, amazing album, pretty much. Or right. a couple, maybe. And, yeah. and we were just pointing out how that actually that same story happened to many different female artists in mm-hmm. England with Vashti Bunyan and yeah. um, what's her name? Susan Shirley, San, Shirley Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's Sheila Mac- McDonald. Yep, yep. There's... Um, Sheila with a G. Sheila. Yep. And... Uh, there's Linda Perhox. She's yeah, she's Amer- yeah. or Canadian. Yeah, there's think, American but... women. The same. The same yeah, thing. I mean, I, mean, it's just I, how I guess women it happens to, by it, the industry. You know? Yeah, I can see why yeah. they get turned off instantly because they're instantly tried to be marked. I mean, Joni Mitchell kind of even. Well, got look, we'll look at Vashti's story herself. Like you know, Andrew Luke Oldham tried to create the you know the yeah. typical you know British uh, appealing sex object yeah. out of her, and that drove her as far away as possible. Or Marianne Faithful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's more. About the sexism of the music industry and right. expectations for women, right? Um, even yeah. in a pure thing like folk music, right? right. You know, yeah, the, yeah, definitely. Especially maybe you know even. Um, so anyway, the music was beautiful on the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, um, more abiases in this section, class stuff. A yeah, little and, bit. A, and again, it, it flashes back to so there's central images. There's the habihas. Mm-hmm. There's the yeah. Naked dancers. There's there's a lot of water imagery throughout the whole thing. I noticed. As oh well. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, there's um, maypoles come back. <laughs> what else? What are central and other central images? Oh, and this is this is the point where they're like, "Are you a hip?" Where he's interviewing. Yeah, this is the hippie. Actually, before that though, there's the interviewing the old lady. Mm, yeah. Where she's commenting on, and it could be out of context because she doesn't sure specifically say hippies. No, but she says you can't youth. just do and. You know, she's very has a lot of disdain for the youth who right. just want to do whenever they want, exactly. whenever versus planting the fields, planning ahead. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's you know, it's I think we're probably supposed to laugh at her disdain for them. Even I don't though no, I didn't get that. I oh, you, you know didn't? I thought they actually did it like you know why would they one, have her point out one point of view. 
because it's which everything what she says is on the face value true. You right. know, the hippies who are on you know carefree are not necessarily thinking about next year's crop. And then we right? and then you're right because then we have the interview with the hippie where yeah. he clearly has no idea why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, what exactly. is the question that he couldn't answer? He, sa- he says that um, how do you express your love? Yes. Right? And the do you guy just says, put a, you just put a flower in your buttonhole. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. He says no, I go on psychedelic freakouts. <laughs> of course, naturally. Yeah, he just doesn't. Yeah. have and that's I mean. When people talk about the hippie movement, it's important to realize that there are people that were idealistic, yeah. and then there are people that were just in it for drugs and yes, free love. And... on the fringes, yeah. yeah. And sometimes the people who are in it for idealistic tried to form these communes where they'd actually be self-sufficient. There yeah. was this resurgence in that, right? And most of them failed. In fact, on the soundtrack, we hear about you know one guy who they filmed, some guy who's off on his own, who tried that route, and he said it didn't work out. Right, right, because I've I've actually there was a time period where I was really interested in those communes of the '60s, mm-hmm. and that's it's the same story every time no, where always. it starts out idealistically, yeah. and then there's personal conflicts, and yep. then yeah. not you know. I love that uh, T. C. Boyle novel Drop City, which is they go up to they create a commune, and they eventually go to Alaska, and it ends disastrously. With oh yeah, even worse, you know, <laughs> death and you know horror. And here yeah. we are in the in, and this is appropriate. This is the the utopia section. I mean, yeah, these, there were people that were hoping to start the utopias, and they. Never Right. And where did it lead? It lead it led to, you know, uh wild dancing, raves, uh and punk music. <laughs> I guess. Oh, is this is this well, the section it, when it, they start? It does. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of that, but it, there's definitely some quick shots of from the hippie uh, to um, to you know crazy dance, drug fuel dancing, and to um, uh, the Jesus statue underwater. Did yeah, you see that? That was yeah. Cool. I wonder what that was yeah, from. I don't really know. Cool. I don't know. You know. Religion being obviously drowned out by all these other influences, and then yeah, it, it does go to some of the raves and punk. Uh, but also like Scottish mountains where we have spooky music and, um, it's worth mentioning that the raves are not just important because it's again, people dancing, but, um, I actually just heard about this the other day. There was when rave culture was at its peak, they had to introduce laws specifically saying what you couldn't trying to ban raves basically. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, so these are often like this whole section is about people setting up utopias Mm -hmm. and the utopias being pulled down by the. By by the man, yeah, or right. or by you know the people themselves, right, right. Um, and that guy on the soundtrack or whatever, we were wondering who this guy is talking about. These socialists think they don't work, right? These oh, kinds none of, of the socialist things work. Yeah, yes, yeah, right. exactly. Right. Instead, he's talking about free enterprise and oh, know, it was the older man, which yeah. which I wish we knew who he yeah, was. But I, didn't, I was thinking I'm some British familiar politician. with older yes. British politicians, right? Um, yeah, the um, I think this is the beginning of the transition from this section into the section of, with about factory farms and extraction industry and private property signs, bulldozers over the lands. It's I think beginning to to start to yeah, transition. Just before right? then, there was something about a glimpse of heaven to right. find her salvation while they're showing the mountain imagery. Is that what that, it was? Think, yeah. yeah. You also yeah. mentioned Moon and the Sledgehammer, which is a film yeah, scene. They started to. It was this maybe with I think yeah I actually think it was right over over to that text where they show a woman's feet growing up in yeah, the air yeah that was really cool and you actually see um it in the spoiler I guess but you yeah. see that image in Moon in, in the Sledgehammer and you're like what's going on what's going mm. on and then you see that she's in a uh, mm. a lift like oh. a but it's some sort of steam winch because it's huh. Moon in the Sledgehammer is it's a it's a it's a family of people that they live on a farm and even though this is like the 60s they don't have any electricity. 
and everything's mm. run on steam power. And it's a documentary? It's a documentary, cool. yeah. And yeah. it's literally um literally a steampunk movie because oh, yeah. it's these people who have rejected society yeah. and have just a just do steam. Yeah. yeah, around the same time probably yeah. even as the punks. Yeah. And and there are some cool images that they pulled from that later on. I don't yeah. know if I'll remember but yeah. Um, there's a scene with an old man on his on all fours, kind of walking around with a gas mask on, like an, like right. he's an elephant. That's also from this. That's the uh, oh, cool. the old man in the on the farm. One of the short films that's actually has a special feature on this documentary is called Peter and Ruby. Yeah, I think which it's is kind of similar to that. Yeah, yeah. definitely a couple yeah. that lives. Uh, they live in a moor, an isolated farm in the moor, basically rejecting 21st century technology. And right. Living, they show this whole film is included. Um, kind of similar. Interesting to note is that, and I, I haven't seen all of that, but but in Moon and the Sledgehammer, while on one hand you're like, oh, this is cool, they're kind of doing their own thing, they're kind of living. The other thing is you kind of see how that comes with poverty, yeah. that comes with some sort of sort of mental illness, right. and sure. and there's high sociality. Th- there's a really good quote, and I think it's probably later in the movie, but it's like that those who who are excited about merry old England and rural England. The fact that that is inhabited by poor people, yeah, kind of ruins. They don't it. like that. They idea. don't like. They, that are, they want. They'd rather erase the people. Yeah, right. They don't want the people. Yeah. They want it's about the, the impoverished. Yeah, I wrote that down yeah, here. I think it's, is that um, a little, maybe a little bit later. Oh yeah, Mary England. That uh, yeah, is that, is that the com- image? Is that yeah, the up? image of the countryside in Mary England is, uh, doesn't something about those who are impoverished uh, a threat. It's a th- actually a threat to those who are impoverished. That's interesting. Yeah. It's actually oh, is that uh, yeah, oh, it is it the I see? So yeah. that 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 idealistic thing is yeah. It, yeah is actually a danger to them because they're being written out of history. It's right? A, yeah, exactly. Right. Could could be. Yeah. yeah, and I think they also somewhere in here they show some people which maybe um, I know that the term isn't gypsies anymore, but it's uh, Romani. Yeah, maybe Romani or um, just you know travelers. You can see them; okay. they're like campsite being bust up. Yes, yeah, I, and, yeah. You, I wouldn't have known what that was, but you mentioned that and and and, a, and that's yeah. that became a a big thing. I think where there's oh, there's often been these wandering groups of of pe- I, families, yeah, sure, where that's their their tradition is not to yeah, stop nomadic, anywhere. Sure, yeah. yeah, and it's it's you know. At one time, that was okay to be a nomad, but now when the government owns the land, it's not right. It's and not also okay connect to... that to what the older woman was saying. You know, you you know, around being right. carefree and living free. Well, no, you've got to you know put down roots and literally put the yeah. seeds in and take care but of the land. What's interesting too is like how you said that that wasn't necessarily negative. While I was kind of feeling like like I didn't like that lady. Sure, that maybe that it they did do a good job of making this open to the interpretation of who was viewing it. Well, isn't it interesting, too, that sometimes it breaks down categories? Like, the idea of worshipping the land is actually could be quite a conservative idea right. of, you know, of taking care of the land yeah. and growing, of conservation, not conservation yeah. by, yeah. from its very definition. Yeah. And the idea of hippies, you know, living freely is, you know, perhaps also a rejection of tradition. And, you know, well, yeah, I think that good and bad that breaks down as well. I didn't see that woman as being bad. I didn't see the hippies as being good, certainly. Right, so, yeah, right. interesting. So, so maybe a good good deal of balance where right. it's not just... Yeah, but certainly what is bad, I think, in this is is all of the, you know, logging, bulldozing, uh, spreading suburbs, garbage heaps, crop dusting. All those images are, you know, maybe a little heavy-handed in this. Um and is that a remo- this is the turning, which is this the is next the turning. section? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I didn't get that. 
Now, what is it? What does that actually mean? The tur- oh, well, if we're talking about seasons, yeah, then the turning would be the you know, the turning of the leaves, or, sure, or something like that. Well, right? and it's also yeah, it's the fall, maybe the autumn, right? Yeah, and also we're getting going from the harvest to the deforestation and to the yeah, um, you know, private property. And the, yeah, the and, trespassing signs. Yeah, and, we see that a lot. In fact, one guy's pulling one of them down. I thought yeah. it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and the hunt, you know, is, is this where we get the hunt? No, that's, or that's next, later. That's oh, yeah, section, okay, that section. Yeah. But First, we do see images of the crop here? dusters and something from that film stigmata we were talking about, uh, just because I know it from the BFI image uh-huh. of the clown figure with the, t- like the, um, um, what, do you, what's your, what do you call that figure? The um, Oh, you mean the one that is, he's standing in the fields? Yeah, is he's standing one? in the fields. Yeah, the um, mm, Harlequin? Harlequin. Is yeah, that it? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Huh. And there's a guy talking about his pet cougar here as well. Is, that he needs oh, to, to, is to that protect in this, is it, well to protect his private property. He needs right. twenty five fangs and four. Apparently claws. he's a butcher. Oh, okay. apparently he was protecting. Yes. Okay. I, yeah, you need a cougar. I don't to know. That's why your... he threw had some meat that he. Yeah, threw I saw that. Yeah, eating. it was like rabid. Yeah. eating. Um, the this meat. is this is also the section where they show the factory farms and right. The, the yeah, exactly. tomatoes he's, grown inside. Right. You start to see the production now has been taken over by industry. And then there's the over the where they say. Uh, are we going to tell our children we let it happen when you start seeing the fire and yep. the trash? And, yeah, exactly. And, and the garbage. And all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go to blood in the soil. And then right? we go to blood in the soil. Yep. Right. Which, yeah, it, now we get the fo- the hunting, the fox hunts. Right. Which is really hard to watch. Just, I mean, because they're all dressed up for a party. And meanwhile, they're setting this poor fox loose. To yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if if you look at it just black and white, we're saying that it's the... The privileged people are the ones abusing the land, and everything's yeah. for their own sport, right? Um, and and that sort of thing. Um, well, I some thought... people think of it as an old tradition, you know. Sure. And it's yeah. you know, like I think Roger isn't Roger Waters the one that I think Roger Waters really? is the one that he supports fox oh, hunting. Oh, really interesting. Yeah, just because he has <laughs> contrary views sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's the same thing we talk about like, with the Macaw Indians where we live in the Pacific Northwest. They hunt whale, a whale or two every yeah. year as part yes. of their tradition. And yeah. the environmentalists hate that. Yeah. The, you know, nature lovers hate that. But we say that's okay. So I guess why not if yeah. fox hunting is a symbol of national identity? Right. Uh, it's interesting that it's, I read that it was banned in 2002 in England, but not in Ireland, nor in America, Canada, or Australia. Oh. Which I didn't even know they had fox hunting no. here. But, I did not you know, know. It's interesting. Um, uh-huh. And there's, I guess, rabbit hunting as well. This is also where they have the, um, there's a, uh, the private zoo, that short film, Tame Animals at Work, which is this guy's private zoo right yeah and yes you were mentioning where they're all riding these animals that aren't meant to be ridden no. so that's <laughs> probably really hurting their backs and, and yeah like really that d- looks horrible hard to watch and, hard, hard to watch yeah. there's oh. some fool who's trying to ride two small donkeys at the same time most of the like, scenes that i couldn't take in this film have to do with animal cruelty whether yeah. it's the sheep being yeah. held underwater or the, there's and, the scene of the chicks being thrown thrown yeah, away and baby kangaroo chicks. boxing and um you know yeah. bear baiting of course, um, all that stuff, and that's all to show a disrespect for the land, right? And, yeah. yeah, and it and they intersperse that with men in animal costumes, yes, uh, most of which come from another short film that's included on the DVD that I loved because <laughs> it's just so weird about yeah. a Viking festival. It's yeah. called the Old Norse Vikings Festival. You've got uh, you've got sheep, men and sheep, you know, being hurting themselves, and then you've got like men on the coast in walrus outfits. Yeah, really bizarre. 
Right. I love that. There's that scene where they're all, it, there's a scene where they all look like they're walruses yeah. and then they all stand up and they're, they're Taking humans. off their clothes. Yeah. They're done it's, performing. It's, so cool. it's strange. They have a American prison uh, masquerade. Yeah. They're like showing bizarre. the American prisoners <laughs> at a chain gang working, breaking up the rocks and then they're, you know, they're pantomiming this, yeah. this thing. And um, where is the hell? It's Shetland, which I think yes. is far north Scotland. I right. Think. Shetland's and, and the Viking reason they have heritage. Viking heritage, it's because there were actually Viking invaders yeah. of, of those. Who, who knew this? Yeah. You know, you got to go to the BFI archive to learn this stuff. There you go. Yep. This film. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. But it, the theme seems to be animal cruelty, <laughs> which is not good kangaroo boxing, bear baiting. And then they show kids boxing, too. So just general violence. Um, and they talk about living alone on the coast. Yeah, that's this guy who lives alone, former, formerly a member of a commune. Um, it doesn't work. Uh, it hasn't worked. This is also the quote you mentioned, the endless desert. Yeah, there's a, a quote where it's basically the witch took the wicked girl to the endless desert. And we tried to look it up and we couldn't figure yeah, out where it was from. To look after herself. Um, I don't, you know, know. It looks, it's mm. obviously from some fantastical story or something. But yeah. you don't know if, if some of these quotes are like famous, should be famous, mm-hmm. like from a real, uh, you know, like Peter Pan or something. Right. Or if. There, somebody just said them once off in a random piece of television. Yeah, that they just grabbed. Yeah, so you really don't know. Yeah, yeah. So we're ready for the next session in a dark wood. Yeah, in a dark wood. Yeah, yeah. Things are turning darker here. We get a gravestones in a cemetery. Uh, Although there's beauty here, like we were saying earlier, it doesn't. They don't map along these easy categories. No, that's that's really good because beautiful just segmented. It wouldn't. It would be a. Now what are we looking at? Oh, now we're looking at uh, yes. people in the woods. So yeah. it's much in the dark woods. I mean, I guess one of the things they really did well is with the music and with the cho- choices of the images is they didn't make anything predictable. Right. You know, Nothing you didn't obvious. know where you were going to go. Absolutely. Next. I love so, that. I yeah. mean, that's why what I, you know, I when I saw this film originally, I just let it take me away yeah. on the sea of images without yeah. thinking too hard about them. Yeah. It seems like us unpacking them is actually taking away from me a little bit. <laughs> We're ruining the movie for you <laughs> live on the Folk Horror it's Podcast. not meant to be seen like that, I don't think. And, you know, it doesn't hold up like that maybe even, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the question we, we grapple with is, is this just like a an awesome looking collage or is this something where he's really trying to to make a statement and yeah. we we discuss i don't know if we actually recorded ourselves saying this but it's probably both where right. it's it's a it's an awesome looking collage with some points yes. in it along the way and right. some things you can bring to the table yeah well, a lot that i think yeah. they want you to bring to the table yeah. when, when watching this yeah. and i think that's fine i mean it worked for me um they talk about the struggle with the grass here so um we we see somebody kind of getting swamped by grass and it's kind of a frightening scene and then we also get scenes from apaches that public information film again, yeah the kids falling in the quicksand which and that was directed by the same guy that directed right. redshift the yes, same guy that directed course, redshift directed course. yes that's Red, a john mckenzie that time. right yep, yep, yep john mckenzie yeah that's right yeah. um bird hunting scenes oh, of bird we, hunts. we should mention that's the scene where the kid goes in the pool in yeah. the puddle and it's like and it seems real? like the, is it did they really draw the kid for, for this yeah <laughs> like the guy's like not that. helping the kid out no it's just kind of no, like no. filling him right, right. yeah <laughs> Uh, more nudes, but more darker tone to to the nudes here. Um, I mentioned bird hunting, the struggle with the grass, which was weird. You said that was from a movie called... I don't know that one. Well, it's in that booklet that it says it something like... Look at the back. There's something about um, fighting with the grass or something. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't know that, actually. Um, 
Oh, where did we have we mentioned the Kibo Kift yet? I don't think we did. Nah, we didn't mention that. Oh, okay. Well, that's an interesting thing. Let's mention that here yeah. in case. Okay. Yeah. Because I think there were well, some of the dancing from images yeah. from that, and yes. and that's an extra on the on the on the DVD, which is of this thing called the Kibo Kift, which was an alternative to the more militaristic Boy Scouts right. um, that actually draws things from all sorts of crazy places, including the Golden Bough. Yeah, H.G. Uh, Wells was in it. Right. right. H.G. <laughs> Lovecraft would be even weirder. weirder that would thing. be really weird. H.G. Wells, who is, of course, like a syndicalist and socialist. And so, I mean, I right. could see him being into it, right, pacifist. Right. The uh, images of the girls dancing, but also the boys doing crafts and dressing like Indians and, right, uh, right. you know, just basically cavorting uh about in a weird cavorting. well um the, so i guess there was a movie called the hungry grass from 1981 okay, that's the one okay yeah, yeah. i'm assuming that has something to do with the yeah grass. yeah i mean and we hear about on the soundtrack struggled with the grass as he had as as though he had any strength left uh there's some blackface imagery we should say too here maybe just calling attention to you mean the this, this racism is it the slaves that you're referring to yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. There's three men dressed as slaves right. and all in black, like black, black face. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's a tradition like Black Peter that they're showing, right. but or if it is. Certainly, it's one that was seemed untroubled at the time that now we look at and right. we have to trouble. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's something with champagne too. I don't know if that was right at that same scene, but Oh were they all drinking champagne? Yeah, probably exactly. like, probably right after probably that, fli- the juxtaposition. Yeah, juxtaposition. And then we get the negative images, so there's more camera film manipulation where they turn it to the negative. Um I think that's the filmmakers doing that actually. Oh this, and yeah. and there's the repeated thing about there's nowhere else on earth right. like it and that that was one of those things that's yep. repeated over and over. And not again. only do they repeat that this is where they then talk about how the image of the countryside and Mary England is actually a th- threatens those okay. who are impoverished. That's where that's from. Yeah. Okay. So there's yeah. class stuff here for sure, no doubt. Images of poor people and some horror film imagery. The only explicit horror film imagery I think is here with the um like a woman screaming in red. Yeah, it's, there's clearly stuff something from from some hammer horror movies. Is yeah. this where they have yeah. like there's yep. a guy lying on the on with like blood on his yeah. chest? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That might have been um, here or the next section. But yes. definitely and, strong. And again, they clearly st- chose things from lesser known movies. There's right. not most. I mean, nothing you'd recognize. Really, though yeah. um, we did. This might be the point where I swear there's some images that are from Haxan, which is yeah. a German silent movie from when? Yeah. From uh, when is that? It's like, actually. Danish or Dutch? I oh, thought. is it? Yeah, it's yeah. Um, 1920s. Okay, it's about the history of witchcraft through yeah. the ages, right? So, so he just must have wanted some diabolical, yeah. some diabolical yeah. imagery. And actually, in the in the when they interviewed him in that the interview that's included, they said, "Did you say that this movie was about car- combine harvesters, illegal raves, and the devil?" And he's <laughs> like, "Oh, I, I guess I said that." So, <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. So there's there's the yeah. devil part. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. him. Yeah, he kind of disowned it. Yeah, though. it's like yeah. I was being smug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we get more images of raves uh, and punk music and um, and and not. I guess you could call them skinheads. There's clearly like, yeah, like oi music and that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those yeah. kinds of skinheads, the good kind, I guess. Um, eh, not necessarily. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> but there's that's weird though. It, in England, it, it's a weird thing because it yeah. it started with ska and, right. and Jamaican music. So I never know what to make. I hear skinhead. Of course, I think Nazis, but then I get corrected sometimes. If yeah, people say, well, no, there's and then the, particularly you know. we're in Detroit where I know there's like skinheads against racism and stuff. Right, like that, so. right. Yeah, it's so, strange. I don't know. So who knows? Yeah, more of the repeat of one man working together, feeling together. 
together, that oneness thing. Um, there's also graffiti that says, awaken you dead people. I think this is where it's like, get off your asses, the kind of punk slash uh, working class solidarity thing. Uh, right. You know, wake up. Um, and they talk about for the working class on the soundtrack as well. But then we immediately get a shot of the great cheese roll yes. tradition. And then we, yeah, the, the <laughs> Which, you want to talk about that is that, so that's a, the the cheese roll tradition is I can't remember exactly where that is in England, mm-hmm. but it's a they roll a big thing of cheese down a hill, and then everyone the first person to get to the cheese is the winner. But they have to literally fall down the hill. There's no other tumble, way to do it. Tumble head down over the hill. heels, and they were saying, out. yeah, we. My friend broke a bunch of his bones in his leg, and I, I was it's more worried insane. about like them just breaking their neck because they oh, literally God, yes. are, are tumbling. God, these are steep hillsides that yeah. are uneven, and they're just fl- throwing themselves down after, I guess, a cheese roll. Would a young so, Mike have done that? I bet a young Mike would Maybe, have. but I would have, you know... <laughs> been very careful okay <laughs> i don't really care about cheese just, yeah <laughs> i would have like yeah i, I would have done the somersault <laughs> i could see you as a young man i could do it yeah i've tumbled down a hill now if we then. dared you enough, we used to go out to the dunes in upper michigan and roll yeah. for ourselves oh, yeah. down the dunes yeah, yeah, yeah. And roll down but you wouldn't get hurt because it was kind of soft and yeah unless you know. it was so high that you couldn't stop uh, but, yeah, yeah sometimes i probably would, would go full out yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so that is leading us to the next section right um well, there. Here's where we have the uh, image of the woman that we saw at the beginning. Yeah, the anchoress, where she is lying naked in yeah. a pen. I'm saying a pen, but it's some like kind of there's some sort of walls around her. But it's outdoors, like, or it's yeah. some rustic uh, surrounding. Oh, that's probably the cell that was yeah. mentioned in the in the right. Like that's her cell, and it's a up uh, aerial shot of her, kind of yeah. which is rotating around. That sounds she looks, right. She looks almost like a fetus yeah. or something. And something that's interesting and and is that. All I've seen, all we've seen of the anchoress is this um, sort of a trailer or, or clip that's on YouTube, which you can find, and they have music over that scene that is used elsewhere in the in the movie, and it's mm-hmm. actually Bulgarian um, chanting, right. like women chanting, beautiful music, um, which is just it's it's an interesting thing that not only did he take an image, but then he took yeah. some of the music, sure. which um, actually my wife recognized that song, really. It's known as a popular, somewhat popular world oh. music piece. Is it? Oh, yeah. is it the that one famous album, the Bulgarian singers? There's a Bulgarian "The Voice of Bulgaria" album. That's exactly it. I have that album. Le oh, voix, okay. le voix, le v o i x de it's weird, Bulgare. Oh, there it is. Bulgarian folk ensembles and song, but maybe it's a traditional song, so maybe there's yeah, a yeah the Bulgarian state radio and television female vocal choir. That's the album I'm thinking of. It's actually okay. called Le, Le Mystere de Voi Bulgaris. It was really popular for for a while. I don't know if it's the one, the same one. Oh, uh, there was the there was the the flaming thing though um, that we should mention. I which think is, that's in Winter Solstice, isn't it? Th- no, it was no? just before that because okay. it's just before the women and woman in a pen. But um, they were had big flaming things on chains or something and you mentioned that you were familiar with this yeah so well i'm just our friends who i love fire dance and fire play uh do this kind of they call they're called cirque de flamme they're badly burned yeah no they somehow safety first man because they swirl these huge flaming um things around in in a beautiful display of flame and and you know you do it at night when in a large parking lot preferably uh, yeah, yeah Mike, Mike thought he that. saw somebody get almost hit by the. If they, no, by the, if you look, somebody almost he, got hit. Yeah, by, they did. Yeah. like quickly back up. I was like, that's not how I remember them doing it. That's yeah. actually part of a lot of these these um, uh, traditions is 
there is something chaotic about it where yeah. it's not controlled and you right. could get hurt. And that's just sure. How well, in the running with the bulls, there's always in yeah. Spain, always people yeah. are getting hurt. That's the tradition. That is the idea. Of it's it. interesting yeah. because w- people might look down on the those people who run down. Like, why would you run with bulls and get hurt? And yeah. Yeah. but then the, all of us have our own traditions of uh, of these sorts of things. Sure. I mean, you know, Americans play football and right you know and people get seriously hurt yeah. all the time actually right. yeah yeah it's violent rugby has got a net reputation for that so oh, yeah. the english rugby yeah um so yeah winter solstice so we get right away images of the fire smelting and the coal and dead it, cattle which might be like dead mad, cattle. mad cow disease or something right in the but... eye the close-up of the dead cattle's eye oh, okay we see the salt mines we have a historic snow event right yeah. away. I don't know when that was, but it was really deep snow, which is not that common um, in England. So mm-hmm. clearly an event. Yeah, there's a speech here of about a story of change. While we have images of the coast, and and actually no, we get that guy on the coast who's leading some kind of prayer meeting, right? Oh yeah, with all the rocks. And I really wanted to know more about him because I yeah. couldn't tell if he was. You know, a religious person? Was he a political person? Yeah, or I don't yeah, know. But right. it was interesting because it looked it like some sort of showed quite cult a bit of it. Or, it was yeah. very strange. And he's almost like a dedication of some object. It could um, be it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the speech that I refer to is the guy talking about a story of change, people moving off the land and away from the country. So, right. Um, this is the, the, you know, the kind of move away from the rural area. And there's area. A, a really nice image where there's a kind of a sad looking kid yeah. in a train, I think, yeah. or, or in a bus or yeah. something. And he kind of looks down and he pulls an apple out of his pocket, right. which and is a really nice image. There was nice a image. previous image of an apple with a kid taking a bite out yes. of it and offering it to the camera. And there's a lot of so. e- sort of Eden imagery. I, yes. I, we may have already passed it, but there were some scenes of like a woman and a man mm-hmm. kind of wandering through a wilderness, kind of like, a, like, right. a, like an Eden. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Uh, more birds. This time, birds are destroying jewelry. What? Oh yeah, I think those are mag- magpies. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they're taking over this. this yeah, it's like they were just let loose in somebody's house. House. Yeah, yeah, and destroying the jewelry. I think it, uh, magpies are known for steal. Like that's the thing mm. about them, isn't oh, it? Really? That they okay. steal. Yeah. Shiny things. And okay. That sort of thing. yeah, Unless I, I just that. made that up, but could be. I think that might be. I know be they it. have magpie songs in the morning that you wake you wake up to, right? Isn't that the magpie? Is they're, it? They're the black and white birds, right? They yeah. They have a pretty sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Um, we see a, the broom dance in the shopping mall. Yeah. That's interesting. Right, where it's the same sort of dances we saw before, but they're now they're right in the middle of a, of a yeah. shopping mall. And this is where we're showing luxury homes right, and commercial right. images. And, and flash to the sky. Would it bother you if there were no more animals? Wouldn't bother me a bit. <laughs> Which, it's, I swear, it's... I mean, I know Monty Python did a lot of things where they'd do pretend to ask, ask people on the street right. but that literally seems like a thing yeah, from yeah. monty python you know um well this guy it's pretty chilling to hear this guy say that um, um and yeah. and then there's there's also a thing where they're like oh look how beautiful this house is and it's like a traditional thatched roof house yeah in the, in the countryside but it's clearly been like sort of idealized right you know like like a museum like now piece. now maybe someone would want to get a, a a country home right you know as long as there weren't poor people all around yep, and, exactly well it is yeah. that whole thing that happens everywhere is yeah. that you know in fact you know you've got people who move to the city and then the rich go back and take take over the country and build their own country homes and estates uh, we also get these kids that are given artificial radiation in order to protect them from rickets which is yes. pretty dodgy instead stuff of there. them being outside <laughs> yeah they're, they're exactly. in a, a yeah, I think he even cre- says, and it may even be better than the sun. Yeah. <laughs> He's not sure. He's right. Just... <laughs> right. It's very weird. But I mean, I, maybe it it could be saying that it's because it's 
always cloudy in England. Maybe that was originally Maybe. what it was, but it does seem really Artificial radiation can't be good. No, no. <laughs> Either way. So I guess they use a lot of adverts here from British, you know. Yeah. Is this the point where they're like, is that the, the woman leading like the exercisers? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Britain, you know, get up, stretch up Britain. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. But then more shots of coal hills and black up architecture and council estates. Um, there is more on the soundtrack, a dream of a place where heaven can exist on earth. I guess it's ironic in this context. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. right. We have slaughterhouses, too, and a really eerie image of a girl burning a doll. It was yeah, yeah, I know, and from some movie or something, which, right. which I do not know. Yeah, the aerobics you mentioned. Um, I do like that where um, maybe those horror movies wouldn't have been very good or worth watching the whole thing yeah but to have taken the one crazy cool image right. from it is kind of neat because well, you can see that all over the web people have super cuts of that's true they just have the just scenes the yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah, true which is because that's yeah. often if i watch horror movies if if it's not a great movie you often just look for that one or two scenes where they've really yep. caught the mood or something so. definitely yep we also get the woman with the stuffed pet here, her her beloved cherry. Oh God, yes, it's really grotesque. Yeah, she's she's got a stuffed pet that she says is absolutely the same as when she was alive. Yes, she thinks like did you ever taxidermy with these big dead eyes yeah. and <laughs> close up of it? Yeah, they that that was almost Monty Python esque as well. Oh, actually, yeah. like the dead parrot, you know, or something. Yeah. yeah, and I and I think he mentioned that these kind of scenes are kind of thrown in there deliberately just kind of like from left some, field to just humor. kind of not yeah. not yeah. get us too accustomed to what's going on with we the need imagery. a little light relief too yeah. right but so, yeah. it's pretty dark. <laughs> dark it's still dark yeah dark dark relief i would say <laughs> yeah. that cool shot of the kids on a raft is 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 pretty oh, interesting yeah. yep. there's yep. kids climbing over gravestones there's yeah a, you know and then this is probably the most disturbing <laughs> uh, disturbing part is the glue sniffing which is now roughly yep, now. yep. yeah that's right lots of that actually yeah, yeah it was and the kids are just kind of staring right into the camera mm-hmm. huffing right. paint or glue or whatever just out of their minds not caring yeah it's pretty pretty horrible and it ends with a funhouse mirror so as the warped faces of the yeah i mean it's it's almost like the kids are getting demented and the mm-hmm. and then they the adults are, have these giant faces, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all it's all related to yeah. It's grotesque. That's like maybe the theme, right the grotesque. Yes, 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 yes. And, this and is, then oblivion. That, now this was that was winter. Wait, well, that, that was, was all winter called winter solstice, solstice which is yeah an interesting name for it because the winter solstice is actually the only happy time in winter. You know what oh. I mean? It should be. I mean, yeah, it's like the celebration yeah. time. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I don't. You wouldn't read too too exactly, much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and oblivion as well because you know we're. I don't know, we're getting back to imagery of degradation and destruction, but also the soil and... It, it does seem... It, it There might be a little you know. bit where where the imagery is sort of repetitive. Yeah, it was very, it's very... Not... At this point, it's stored up. We start to get lots of repetition right. at this point, right, for right, sure. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, and what was notable about Oblivion, I had some text on here thinking about horrible things that... Oh, from The Watchers, the... Um, which is a uh, 69 short film called The Watchers, kind of sci-fi parable yeah. a little bit. We have, neither of us it. have seen it, yeah. but they, they took a song from it. Uh, thinking about horrible things makes them happen. If I wanted to, I can fill this little room with ghosts. That's the that's the tech. The yeah, it's a great, great line. You need to yeah. see that film. No, yeah. yeah, to figure out what's going on. Exactly. Um, anyway, these are some scenes of preparing for nuclear holocaust that we're getting, right? The, right. The, they were boarding up, or the, yeah, like, I think they were, had vents, and she was, like, covering the vents, yeah, and that sort of Yeah, taping them over, yeah. yeah. And we see skulls, we see destruction, we see these dancers, but they're now upside down. Yeah. You know, which yeah, is yeah. cool. 
more and so uh, and then do we go back to the beginning with the shot of the eclipse? Um, yeah, the let's soil? just see if we've left the. There's a lot more. The eclipse. That we're not mentioning. And then yeah, we, yeah, we kind of do go from yeah, we go back to the same Im- imagery at the beginning for sure. And there's a, a female voice. Oh, right. I think it was male. Yeah, I think again? you're right. No, I think you're right. There's yeah. a male voice at the okay. beginning. Yeah. Yes, and then there's a woman's voice at the end, though. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's right. And it talks, and then we see the plants busting through the concrete. Right. It starts again, though, with the underneath the soil, the threads. Like I thought they were like mycelia from from mushrooms right. and fungus that right. are just right. creating a network under the earth. And then yes, the plants start coming through, and we get to see it bursting out of the yeah, concrete. which is really cool. cool. And that's also where they t- take the imagery from Requiem for a Village. Yep, of the dead coming of the, back to the life. The villagers coming yeah. back to life. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a central scene from that movie, which yeah. is kind of used in exactly the same Maybe place the in this movie. on the nose one of the whole, or, right. yeah, obvious right. one of the whole thing. Right. Yeah. But it's not the most, I mean, we happen to have seen it because we just yeah. found it in Scarecrow Video, yes. but most people haven't seen that. No, movie, but if probably. among the folk horror crowd, right. it's going to be well-known. Yeah. Right. Whereas a lot of this stuff will not be. And we hear on the soundtrack, everything's connected, we're all one, the past is gone, the future is unwritten. Which is leading us right to where we started. Yep, and then you see you see the dirt that you saw at the beginning with the shadow on it, and mm-hmm. then the shadow moves off of it. Right. Cut to credits, and we get this final song, the O oh, Willow Wally, right. uh, which is a uh, beautiful child's hymn, maybe? Uh, oh, it could be, yeah. It it's, comes from the Jack Clayton movie, The Innocence, which is a version of Turn of the Screw, which um, beautiful, haunting Henry James story and a beautiful, haunting film. Yeah. Uh, the, the song is used to great effect, and here it ends on a haunting note. So. O oh, Willow Wally. Yeah. Yeah, so then it is seasons, because if it does go back to the beginning, yeah. and... And then we're we left. Started singing Joni Mitchell, the circle game. <laughs> <laughs> the circle game. Seasons come. Yeah. And we get a very lengthy list of credits because of the many, many hundred, I guess, clips that they use. Yeah. Yeah. Did they use actually exactly a hundred? I think they did. hundred clips from a hundred years was what was oh, the is press that right? release. Oh, yeah. interesting. So, yeah. Hmm. So some numerology there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you're interested, folks who live in England, you can watch them all. Yes, and if you're in America, you can, oh, we probably already mentioned this, you can order it from the BFI website. Yeah, I encourage people to check it out. I mean, I wish that it was more widely available or streaming. Um, You know, that would be awesome. I think, uh, you know, I I think I would like to see it again at some point. Um, You know, and and we've been able to watch some of these short films because it's on the the DVD. They have some of them, but if you're in England, you can watch them all. They're all up on the BFI player. Yeah. And what is your feeling overall? Now you've seen yeah, it twice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me your overall. Yeah, so the first time I really loved it. And I'd been reading that Rachel Carson book. I, I was definitely in a state of mind. Me and the three other people in the movie theater. Is that right? Oh, really? It was very few. It was Weird. at our Northwest Film Forum. And I think there were probably some other, you know, um, Anglophiles there. Uh, I don't know. And and I watched it again now with you. And, you know, less uh, less kind of ecstatic uh, but impressed at the endeavor itself and the entirety of it. And also like really impressed with the music and how it matches up with the images. I'm definitely going to get the soundtrack. Yeah, worth, worth mentioning, if we didn't mention already, that uh, it, from the sound of it, a lot of the filming 
the edit, film was edited together before some of the some of the music actually got yeah. in there, and then it was right. just kind of like they gave him some music and he just put it where he felt. Yeah, he had it some fit. theme. They had some themes worked up too, right. that um, right. That he he liked and said, "Okay, you're on the right track." Yeah, a great simpatico between musicians, and you know, you listen to some of um, Goldfrapp and um, Portishead. You know, Portishead, and you hear this, these kinds of strains. You know, yeah. Those are probably and, folk horror friendly bands right there. And it's interesting yeah. here, the interview with all three of them is interesting because they all are on the same page and they all when they kind of talk about what they think the movie is Mm -hmm. about they all have very similar right. ideas of it. It's not like, you know, yeah, that, yeah. it's it's a it's a pretty interesting interview. Definitely. Yeah, you think of bands like Boards of Canada and yeah. uh, Mogwai we mentioned earlier, other bands that, you know, they seem to vibe on this kind of thing, you yeah. know, and boy, that means to what this says to me is there's opportunities for other things, other films in the future. What I want to see only these kinds of films exist or <laughs> these kinds of films suddenly like take over the documentary competition at con. No. Right. I think these things have their place. I, I mean, I also think like a film like Requiem for a village or a documentary film probably is more apt comparison. Uh, you know, like, I don't know. Moon some in the sledgehammer. Yeah. And yeah. also some like we mentioned um, the Wisconsin death trip oh, in see. America, yeah. like, yeah. you know, I, I, and films by Chris Marker. I, I, I think those films maybe just because of the maturity of the director, where they're coming from, uh, you know, may actually have something more to say. But, you know, I, I don't think this is should be taken too lightly. I think this film is uh, has something to say as well and is really fascinating to watch. I don't think it's a masterpiece. What about you? So what upon your so, three or four viewings? Even, yeah, I've right? seen it three times. Yeah. Um, so after the first viewing, I was a little grumpy about the scenes that I recognized from other things. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like, well, is that cool to use someone else's imagery? Not just like, you know, something not not important, but like somehow sometimes a central image of the, some of these movies where he puts it in his movie. Um, yeah. So that bothered me at first. But then actually after seeing the interview with him, and seeing kind of how humble he was about it and how he knew, like he said, I literally had the greatest rushes ever, yeah, of, ever, you right. know, to use. Yeah. You know, and I was like, okay, so he, he knows, he's not pretending like, you know, he's a, a masterful genius to have, yeah. you know, when he had all this stuff to work with. Right. Um, yeah. And just, you know, hearing his interview and him talking about it and the musicians, that made me realize that it's, I shouldn't maybe have assumed that he was trying for something more than it is which is mm-hmm. a cool collage it's the kind of thing yeah. that i would associate with a young filmmaker yeah. who's finding yeah. who's, who's doing something i would experimental. like to see his other movie yeah i, really I don't think it's in the same class as films by bill morrison where okay. you know he's you, you know he's bringing a lot to bear in, in his films and, and having more unified coherent message with yeah. his through his films through his excavation of cinema history i do think this is a stepping stone to something maybe great like yeah. that for for the, this director there was one other thing, which was that um, I was wondering if so he's a a guy, a filmmaker who did a a, a cool movie, um, his first movie, but he's not like a historian. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't know what Stephen. Yeah. Right, so yeah. it's not like I mean, it's almost like you could have written this actually from a historian's point of view, where you really knew the connections of these things, mm-hmm. and it's not like he's trying. Well, that's to, what Mark Cousins say. does. He's a film historian, okay. and so his films, where you know the story of film itself, or yeah. um, you know even the one on Belfast. Yeah, I think he's coming at it from a historian and and a, an educator. Yeah, and he wants to teach you something um, similar. It's, to... it's clear that Paul Wright knows knows yeah. you know and has some things to say yeah. in, in here, but. It's not necessarily a perfectly thought out, 
discussion right. of a thesis right uh, yeah, yeah 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 and i didn't mind it at all i mean i thought right. it's perfectly fine i think sometimes i think of folk horror as not having a defined thesis yeah, either right. oh sure <laughs> yeah i mean Whether it's more it's of a good feeling. or bad yeah yeah, is, yeah. Is, yeah that's there's true. the classic definition from was it was it scoville or patrick or you know about it's like the smoke in a box you know yeah you yeah, yeah i think that's a- andy Pachor. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah 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 that that's the kind of thing that i i think it's a mood it's an atmosphere yeah. it's a sense and, and some of it has and it's some... when you look at the past do you feel a sense of wonder or do you feel a sense of horror you right know, that's yeah. ultimately or the combined together yeah. yeah which is this weird uh thing that we love about folk horror yeah. is there's some some beauty and horror mixed in mixed in equal measure so and there's yeah. definitely lots of that in this film there's lots of beauty and lots of horror in this film mm-hmm. 